0: For. I've never killed anyone. I don't need to kill anyone. I think it. Believe me, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left.
1: Hello friends and enemies, welcome to Exploring Evil, where we delve deep into the depths of what makes evil people tick. Remember, if you like the show, give us a 5-star review and write a comment. Be sure to tell all your friends and enemies about the show, and share the show with your friends and enemies on social media. Tonight's show is a very sad story that concerns a child, so this is your warning that there may be triggers in this episode, but if you choose to listen, let's explore some evil. Imagine, you're trapped, wrapped up tightly in a blanket sealed at both ends. You're in the dark and don't understand what's happening to you. The weight on your body is enormous, with pressure coming from all directions. You struggle to move, but you're stuck. Everything's closing in, getting tighter and tighter. You feel like you're in the grips of a giant anaconda with its coils tightening around you. Each breath is more difficult than the last. Panic sets in and you try to wiggle free, but it's no use. You pray that someone who cares about you will help. You vomit and defecate as the pressure begins to force your insides out. Help, you scream, can anyone help me? Candace Tierra Elmore was born November 19th, 1989 in North Carolina to Angela and Todd Elmore. Social services removed Candace and her two siblings, Michael and Chelsea, from her birth parents for neglect and then they were separated. At age seven, she was adopted by Jean Elizabeth Newmaker. Jean Newmaker was single and a pediatric nurse practitioner in Durham, North Carolina. Soon after the adoption, Jean sought help for Candace through a psychiatrist. Candace had allegedly killed her goldfish and was playing with matches. Jean said that even with medication, Candace's behavior had taken a turn for the worse in the next two years. Despite the counseling and medicine which included antidepressants, antipsychotics, and amphetamines. Candace was diagnosed with reactive detachment disorder. It's thought to be caused by the failure to bond with parents or caregivers during infancy. It shares some characteristics with PTSD and borderline personality disorder. Most at-risk children are adopted and or have been in an institution. One study showed that 50-80% to of adopted children can suffer from some form of attachment disorder. The disorder is commonly treated by psychologists and therapists as opposed to psychiatrists. For those that don't know, psychologists and therapists are the ones you commonly see on TV when they say to lie on the couch and talk. Psychiatrists typically treat their patients through medication. RAD, or Reactive Attachment Disorder, is listed in the DMSV-4 as Other Disorders of Infancy, Childhood, or Adolescence common characteristics of the disorder center around the inability to establish and maintain trusting relationships. It's also known to cause disturbances in social situations. Some of the most common symptoms include lack of eye contact, pathological lying and stealing, poor impulse control, cruelty to animals, and lack of conscience. We've seen in past episodes that a lot of those tendencies also belie psychopaths and sociopaths. Sometimes it's hard to make the distinction. The inhibited type avoids tactile contact, is resistant to comforting, and is hypervigilant, while the disinhibited type may be engaging and form superficial relationships with strangers. Candace and Jean Newmaker made the cross-country trip from North Carolina to Evergreen, Colorado in April of 2000. They were entering into a two-week intensive session of attachment therapy. They got a referral from William Goebel, a psychologist in North Carolina who had never met Candace. He also told Jean, based on what she told him, that Candace definitely had severe attachment disorder. The session in Colorado would cost $7,000 and be led by Connell Watkins, who despite charging $7,000, had no license or credentials. During the second week of what has been called a rebirthing session, Candace would lose her life. Participating in the fatal session as therapists were Watkins and Julie Pondier, also without license along with Candace's, quote, therapeutic foster parents, Britta St. Clair and Jack McDaniel, and, of course, Jean Newmaker. For what Watkins called the rebirthing session, Candace was wrapped tightly in a flannel sheet wrapped at both ends. She was covered with pillows, which Watkins said simulated the womb and birth canal. Candace was told to fight her way out with hopes that the session would help her attach to her adoptive mother, Jean. Doesn't sound all that difficult, right? Then, four adults with a combined weight of 673 pounds used their hands and feet to push down on the 70-pound child. This was to resist her attempts to free herself. She screamed cried and pleaded for help and air, and that she wasn't able to free herself. Candace stated 11 times that she was dying. One of those so-called therapists said, Go ahead, die right now, for real, for real. About 20 minutes in, Candace had vomited and defecated, but was still restrained in the sheet. 40 minutes in, Candace was asked if she wanted to be reborn and she said no. Pondier responded by telling Candace she was a quitter, 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 quitter. Quit, 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 quit. She's a quitter. Jean Newmaker, who said later she felt rejected by Candace's inability to be reborn, was asked by Watkins to leave the room in order for Candace to not quote, pick up on Jean's sorrow. Watkins then removed McDaniel and St. Clair and she remained with Pondier. They talked about trivial things like what their dream house would look like for around five minutes. They then unwrapped Candace and Watkins said, quote, oh there she is sleeping in her own vomit. But she was motionless and her face and lips were blue. She was not breathing. Newmaker was watching things unfold on a monitor in the other room, and rushed in to give the girl CPR while Watkins called 911. Paramedics arrived ten minutes later, and McDaniel told them Candace had been left alone for five minutes during a rebirthing session, but they could tell that she hadn't been breathing in quite some time. The paramedics were able to restore her pulse, and she was airlifted to the hospital where she died the next day as a consequence of the asphyxia she was dealt at the hands of the quote, therapists. The entire 70 minutes of the fatal session, as well as 10 hours of other sessions from the preceding days, had been videotaped as a matter of course with Watkins' treatments. All the videos would be shown at the trial of Watkins and Pondier. A year later, Watkins and Pondier were tried and convicted of reckless child abuse resulting in death and received 16-year prison sentences. Britta St. Clair and Jack McDaniel, the therapeutic foster parents, pleaded guilty to criminally negligent child abuse and were given 10 years probation and 1,000 hours of community service in a plea bargain. The adoptive mother, Jean Newmaker, nurse practitioner pleaded guilty to neglect and abuse charges and was given a four-year suspended sentence, after which the charges were expunged from her record. An appeal by Watkins against the conviction and sentence failed. Watkins was paroled in June 2008 under, quote, intense supervision, with restrictions on contact with children or counseling work having served approximately seven years of her 16-year sentence. The story of Candace's death was a national one in the United States, with reports about her death and subsequent trial of her therapist appearing in newspapers and news magazines all around the country, as well as internationally. The case was the motivation behind Candace's law in Colorado and North Carolina, which outlawed dangerous reenactments of the birth experience. The U.S. House of Representatives and Senate have separately passed resolutions urging similar actions in other states. I'm now going to read the transcripts of Candace's rebirthing session, starting now. Therapist Julie Pondier tells Candace to lie down on the navy blue flannel sheet and get into the fetal position. She says, so imagine yourself as a teeny little baby inside your mother's womb and what it felt like warm. It felt tight because her stomach was all around you. Candace is bound in the sheet, the ends twisted above her head. She is covered by pillows, and four adults begin pressing on her. Pondier says, What do you think you thought about when you were in there? Candace says, I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna die. Pondier, you thought you were gonna die in there? Yeah. Jean Newmaker said, I'm so excited. I'm going to have a brand new baby. I hope it's a girl. I'm going to love her, to hold her and tell her stories. I'm gonna keep her very safe. Every day we'll be together, and she'll be with me forever." Candace is asked if she believes what her mother is saying. She replies, "Uh uh-huh. Candace is asked how that makes her feel, and Candace says, happy. Watkins said, if the baby doesn't decide to be born, she won't die. When the baby decides to be born, it's a wonderful thing. Pondier says, so little baby. Are you ready to be reborn? Candace says, "Uh uh-huh. Pondier says, come out head first. You have to push really hard with your feet. If you stay in there, you're going to die and your mommy's going to die. Candace says, who's sitting on me? I can't do it. I can't do it. My hands come out first. Watkins says, sometimes it takes 18 hours to be born. Candace screaming says, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. At 10 minutes and 16 seconds, she says, whoever is pushing on my head, it's not helping. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't breathe. It's too dark under here. Please quit pushing on my head. I can't do it. Someone's sitting on top of me. She moans. Someone's on top of me. Where am I supposed to come out? Right here, where my finger is? I can't do it. She screams. I'm gonna die. Pondier says, do you want to be reborn or do you want to stay in there and die? Candace replies, quit pushing on me, please. She continues to moan. Quit squishing my legs, I'm gonna die now. And she screams. Pondier says, Do you want to die? Candace says, no, but I'm about to. Please, please, I can't breathe. I can't do it anymore. Please quit pushing on me. I need some help. Help, help me please. Watkins says, are you feeling the contractions, Mom? Newmaker says, I am. At 1343, Candace says, where am I to go? Right here? Right here? I'm supposed to go right here? Please, please, she screams. Okay, I'm dying. Okay, I'm dying. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm dying. I'm going to die. I want to die. Can you let me have some oxygen? You mean like you want me to die for real? Pondier says, uh-huh. Candace replies, die right now and go to heaven. Ponder says, go ahead and die right now. For real, for real. Candace replies, okay, I'm dead. Watkins says, it's not always easy to live. You have to be really strong to live a life, a human life. Under labored breathing, Candace says, get off, I'm sick, get off. Where am I supposed to come out? Where? But how can I get there? Watkins says, just go ahead and die. It's easier. It takes a lot of courage to be born. Candace says, you said you would give me oxygen. Watkins says, you gotta fight for it. Candace vomits. Okay, I'm throwing up. I just threw up. I gotta poop. I gotta poop. Uh, I'm going in my pants. Pondier says, go ahead. Watkins says, stay in there with the poop and vomit. At 2322, Candace says, help, I can't breathe. I can't breathe, it's hot. I can't breathe. Newmaker says, I'm so excited to have this baby. I'm waiting for you, to love you and hold you. Pondier says, scream, Candace. Candace says no. Newmaker replies, baby, I love you already. I'll hold you and love you and keep you safe forever. Don't give up on your life before you have it. At 3225 to 3344, Jack McDaniels repositions himself on a pillow over Candace's head. Pondier says, Candace, no response. She takes another pillow from Newmaker. She needs more pressure over here, so she can't, so she really needs to fight. Watkins says, Getting pretty tight in here. Pondier says, Yep, less and less air all the time. Between 35 minutes and 40 minutes, Pondier and McDaniel reposition themselves again. Pondier says, She gets to be stuck in her own puke and poop. Watkins says, Uh huh. It's her own life, quitter. Candace says, no. This is Candace's last word. McDaniel says, mama got you this far. Now it's up to you. Watkins says, Candace is used to making her life everybody else's problems. She's not used to living her own life. That's when Pondier says, quitter, quitter, She's a quitter. Watkins leaves. Newmaker leaves. McDaniels takes Watkins' place and then Watkins returns. McDaniels says, this baby doesn't want to live. She's a quitter. Watkins tells McDaniel and St. Clair to take a break. Ponder and Watkins discuss someone who is stressed, then chit-chat about their dream home and a million-dollar property nearby that is being remodeled. Watkins says, Let's talk to the twerp. They unwrap Candace. At one hour and nine minutes and 53 seconds, Watkins says, oh, there she is, sleeping in her vomit. That was hard to read. And I can't imagine sitting there while my child or any child is going through that and we talk about a lot of evil people on here and a lot of evil things but letting someone that you love die in front of you in such a horrific manner is just completely unfathomable completely unfathomable I don't know about you but I can't imagine talking to my kids this way Sure, you've got to be stern sometimes, but this technique seems to be designed to break a person's spirit. To me, that's just evil. The following is a clip of another rebirthing session.
0: You're not sure. I gave up. How about I gave up? See, this is your life. This is your life. Where are your eyes supposed to be? this is your life you want to fight for your family you want to stay in this family or not or should we just give up now what do you want to do you want to give up you want to whine and moan no, no. well what is it yes or no? no no then say it like you mean it no Neil. no Neil, what Is this the kind of stuff that you do all the time, huh? I forgot. I don't know. Play stupid. Poor poor little Stevie. Huh? That's the kind of stuff. How would it go last night for you? Not good, now. The way it usually goes, right? Because this is the way your life goes. How many times do you think I want to tell you to look in my eyes, huh? How many times do people have to tell you to do things? Oh, I don't know, Neil. How you feeling right now? How did you feel last night, huh? Scared. Scared. Scared? Did you act scared? When Mom told you not to come out of your room, what did you do? You're going to go into your whiny, wimpy routine now? Is that what you're going to do? I don't want you to mumble in here. Yes, Neil. Got it? Got it. Got it! Got it! How you feeling right now? Scared. Do I want one-word answers in here? No, Neil. No. I I don't want one-word answers. Got it? Got it. How do you feel about me being the boss right now? Do you like other people being the boss of you? No, Neil. Say, I hate it. I hate it. Is that the truth? Yes, Neil. Then you say it like you feel it. I hate other people bossing me. I hate other people bossing me. Louder than that. I hate other people bossing me. Louder than that. I hate other people me. Again. I hate other people bossing me. Kick hard. Stop kicking. I want a full sentence. Do you think about killing your mother a lot? Yes, Neil. Yes, Neil. What? Yes, Neil. I do feel like telling my mother.
1: As I was told long ago, if it don't feel right, it ain't right. Be careful with your children and solve issues through love, teaching, and cooperating. And make sure the therapists they see are licensed. That's it for Exploring Evil tonight. Special thanks to Kayla Miller for writing help and promotion. You can send comments, questions, and show ideas to Evil at gmail.com. And be sure to tell all your friends and enemies about the show. Whatever time zone you're in, good morning, good afternoon, good night.
0: Street is my world.